And welcome back to your feel-good show right here on Two Oceans Vibe Radio. This, of course, is the show where we cut through the noise and bring you the best of South Africa. It's the show where we educate, inspire, encourage, and empower you as Africans to do better in life and in business. Now, Yvonne Eiler, who owns Yen Connect, a 100% BEE woman-owned boutique consultancy, joins us on the show this afternoon. Yvonne, good afternoon and welcome to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. Good afternoon, Colin, and thank you so much for having me on your show. No, thank you, for, thank you for taking the time out to chat to us. There's so much to talk about. Your, your, your journey is impressive. The work you've been doing is phenomenal. Your biography blows minds, and so I'm very privileged to have you on the show, Yvonne. But before we kick this off, let's take this back a few years. Who is Yvonne? What has her entrepreneurial journey to date been? I'm Yvonne Ayer, I am a wife, I'm a mother, and I consider myself a career woman. Um, so a few years ago, I worked for the Durban Chamber of Commerce, and that's where my business um, interactions with businesses started. Then I moved over to the German Chamber of Commerce, and I worked in the region of KwaZulu-Natal for the whole region. And now currently, I work for Senior Expert in Services, uh, which is the foundation for German industry cooperation all over the world, where we bring across German skilled experts to South Africa. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, over and above that, I actually founded Yen Connect because I've gained a wealth of knowledge, information, connections and networks from the, this kind of uh, journey, you know, the, this kind of a business journey. And what we do at Yen Connect is that we bring together purpose-driven corporations. And I see myself as an implementator. You know, in South Africa, what we need is more implementators. And I am able to fill that gap between South African businesses uh, that are now wanting to interact with global businesses. Mm. I have more of my con contacts uh, in Germany, but I do do work with Mauritius, India, and other parts of Africa. So that is where I am right now. Oh, absolutely. Impressive. Now, I know that over the, or in the past two years alone, you've placed over 25 German mentors in companies around South Africa, as well as in Mauritius. Let's zoom in for a second on mentorship or why this is important. Well, we have a huge skills uh, uh, deficiency in South Africa. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what Germany is offering us, it's a funded uh, program where skilled experts that are retired that have more than 20, 30 years of work experience are able to come across to South Africa and provide hands-on technical expertise. So if I could give you an example, uh, we've, we've placed experts in, in a leather company, people, uh, a company that produces shoes. Um, and they would have a small uh, group of people like 30 or 40 staff. And they don't have the time to actually teach them quality control or how to, you know, really the processes of the manufacturing. And this expert will spend a period of a couple of weeks with them in the environment uh -huh. of the workspace uh -huh. and help them to stitch or cut or manufacture. You know, uh, that's the one uh, way of way our mentors are doing hands-on um, help to the, the, the 
people that need this kind of help. Absolutely, absolutely. And we have seen in South Africa, one of the biggest challenges um, to, to SME or startup founders was the lack of mentorship. And we've identified this as one of the, uh, one of the problems or challenges um, uh, uh, contributing to the failure rate of startups. Now, if you are a South African business looking to benefit from German skills, technology or investment, or if you're a German company seeking investment opportunities here in South Africa, then Yen Connect is your go-to consultancy. Um, but let's talk about the rest of uh, 2020, Yvonne. Uh, what, what, are, what are your predictions and what, can, what, do you, what do you foresee happening in the business landscape um, in the next few months? Well, we are going through some very difficult times. You know, the yeah. pandemic has really shook all of us. And I would say that, um, you know, with technology and the internet connection and Zoom meetings, we are still yes. collaborating. We are still in discussions. People still want to invest. People cannot keep their monies in the bank because there's no return on investment. You want to see your money to grow. You want to, you know, invest your money in something that actually has some kind of returns on it. So what I'm saying is I'm trying to look at the, uh, I'm trying to look at the situation in a positive way, saying that, yes, we are in a difficult uh, space at the moment, but there is light at the end of the tunnel that there is going to be a space of where growth and development is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I know last week, the government, the South African government, they launched that uh, Sustainable Infrastructure Development Symposium. And basically what that entire structure was about, it was about increasing investment in the public sector. So we all know that South Africa doesn't have enough money. And we all know that there's, it is a lack of capital and there's aging infrastructure and there's a whole list of, of, of problems and challenges that we yeah. have. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of projects that, that, that are in the pipeline. And then me working with the international landscape, there's a, there's a lot of funders, there's a lot of investors that are looking for this kind of opportunities. Mm -hmm. What we're doing at Yen Connect is we're trying to bridge that gap. Uh, and one of uh -huh. the projects that I'm working on in 2020, and it actually came, it actually, it, it started to rise during the, COVID, the months of COVID. Um, so I have um, signed an MOU with a company in India that is, that is now coming to the five-year completion of a project that they did where they cleaned up the river Ganges from the industrial wastewater. So in South Africa, we have a huge industrial wastewater uh, problem. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have some really intelligent minds and some really great people that are working on eradicating that problem. Yes. But what I'm saying is that India has found some technological, um, uh, what is the word, uh, some kind of technologies that are advanced that is helping to clean up their water. Wow. And that is the kind of project that I'm now bringing, you know, the investors that have helped to clean up the river Ganges, that they would be able to now shine their light and come into South Africa and be able to help us in that way as well. So, you know, the Yen Connect, the purpose driven corporations are literally based on the sustainable development, development goals. The 17 sustainable development goals provide that framework of where we are going to be able to help projects fill in those gaps of those projects, not for now, not for just for now, but yeah. for the generations to come. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I guess building the infrastructure. Now, I, I know that, you, that you're working on securing collaborative partnerships uh, you know, with industry associations. Uh, let's talk to the SME owner uh, uh, who has the uh, potential solution to the problems we're seeing in, in the industry. Um, how, how do they connect with you and what is the process of getting involved? Um, so, 
it all depends on what is that SMME looking for. Yes, Are they yes. looking, you know, what is the, their inquiry about? Do they need someone to help them within the organization to raise funds? Or do they need someone to come and help them with helping them with their bookkeeping yeah. or financial management or production management or marketing strategy? Then that would speak directly to my, my SES program yes. where we bring across the skills projects. But if we're talking about, let's take the water sector, for instance, and we're talking about wastewater, you know, I've now made a, a collaboration with India where they've got an interactive um, pro, uh, pro, uh, platform called the Industrial Wastewater Platform that we are now going to encourage South African companies that also have te technologies that are helping other global companies for India to actually buy from. So South Africa shouldn't only be seen as a country where everyone could come into South Africa, trade, and we should be buying all the time. Absolutely. The idea is that we have knowledge, we have skill sets as well, and it's stuff that we can help South Africa, we can help people in Mauritius, we can help a lot of countries in Africa. You know, they, I, I really think that we should be capitalizing on other countries' strengths yeah. whilst using the platform to be able to showcase what we have. You know, previously it was always about companies that could afford a consultant mm -hmm. or companies that could afford to go online, uh, project themselves, market themselves. Now we have lots of small businesses. I mean, you could just be a business guy having something in your home, working yep. from your home office, but you would have a wealth of information and knowledge that you could share by partnering with another organization and together you could an, an outcome would be fantastic you know there could be a success to the outcome of just being able to put together you know finding the right partners collaborating and working forward ah. so i think that in south africa we can't wait for the government to yes. actually do these kinds of things it takes private businesses to take the lead right and if you can see that, you know, we base it on, on all those infrastructure development projects that they have in the pipeline, we need to take responsibility and say that when it comes to industrial wastewater, we're not working directly with government. We're not working directly with the private business guys. The guys that are in the textile industry that are creating that kind of waste that is going into our rivers. You know, um, so I wonder Absolutely. if you see where I'm yes, yes, no. going. Yes, yes. Government no, can provide us that framework. They can provide us with all these kind of policies and stuff like that. And we need all of that. And it's fine. But when it comes to local economic development, yes. we have to work locally, but we have to think globally mm -hmm. because the solutions lie with the global leaders as well. Absolutely. You know? And we can't do these kind of big things just by ourselves. Absolutely. We need yeah, I, I love that you touch on that, uh, Yvonne. And so over this past few weeks, we've been speaking to many, uh, you know, company CEOs and leaders in, in various uh, industries and collaboration has come up in, in many of the discussions. But I've noticed that very few people are the, are the leaders in bridging the gap, which is exactly what you are at the forefront of doing. Um, and so I want to zoom in on that for a second. Now, uh, Yvonne um, enables purpose-driven cooperations through uh, Yen Connect, which is the company uh, we, we are zooming in on here today. Now, while vast opportunities lie for leaders in and beyond our own borders, um, Yvonne is here, as I, as I mentioned, to bridge that connection, which is why we are very privileged to have uh, Yvonne on the show. But let's zoom in on globalization in light of the current state 
um, of, of, of business globally. We, we, we're looking at, we're at a point where businesses are having to restructure, they're having to redefine what business, uh, business processes are, et cetera, et cetera. Yet globalization is still at the forefront of discussions. What, what, what do you see um, in the near future when it, in fact, when we re recover and the, re the economy opens again, where do you see us heading? Um, I think that, yes, we are 100%. We live in a global village. Yes. We cannot deny that. Yes. We, all, we live in a global village and we have a lot of, of young and new entrepreneurs that are budding up because there's new jobs that are coming up. You Absolutely. know, I have a 24-year-old daughter and she belongs to the Global Shapers. Um, mm. And the Global Shapers, you know, when I sit with them and I listen to these young people, they're super bright, super intelligent. And I really think that I, I, I feel really, really sorry for the people that are losing their jobs right now. Absolutely. It saddens me that people are, unfortunately, businesses have to restructure. It's just the way the situation is. Okay. Mm. But now this transition that we are going through, it is actually making space for the newness. And the newness are these new entrepreneurs that are coming up with th these kinds of things. Like, let's take your radio station, for instance. You know, before we had the traditional, you put the radio on. But now Absolutely. you have a radio station, you put the radio on. You can, when you don't have the time, you can listen to it as a podcast while you're running. You know, you don't have to sit and wait for that particular time when Absolutely. Colin's doing his show. You can now do something else. You can do exercise or run or bake a cake in that time while you can still listen to the show. So that didn't happen five or 10 years ago. Absolutely. You know, nobody thought about that. And I'm saying that there lies a light at the end of the tunnel. I really think that newness is coming. I really want to stay positive and think that we should not be putting a dampener into the way we see business. Uh. As much as it's a very sad space for people to lose their jobs, and I, I, I feel really sad about it, but on the flip side of it, I think newness is coming. And you know, when you come back to the word collaboration, I, I'm, I'm so glad that you said that, yeah. that you speak to a lot of people. And you know, even I listen, I go to a lot of conferences, I attend a lot of webinars, and you see a lot of people, they have the gift of the gap. Mm -hmm. They speak very well. But do you know when it comes down to implementing, there's very few of us. Yes. You know, I've worked in many sectors of the economy and I've worked directly with a project and I've done menial tasks and it doesn't make me any smaller. You know, it's not about the title that you carry. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for being the South African representative. I'm grateful that Germany sees me in such a high note. Although South African people don't see me because I'm managing my own calendars. I'm making my own appointments. You know, because they don't see me having my own PA, I can take care. I mean, literally, I'm sitting on the driver's seat Absolutely. and I'm driving. I'm, I'm, I'm manning this entire thing by myself. That doesn't make me anything less. What it has done is made me stronger. Mm. It's made me better. And I've now been able to take full accountability for what has to be done. So yeah. that's where implementation takes place. Absolutely. Where more and more people need to take responsibility. Do what you're supposed to do. You know, sit behind your desk and do your work. And many people are too busy being busy. Uh -huh. we, we have that culture in South Africa. We do have people that culture. are just too busy being busy. And I wonder, I don't think they have an absolute idea of what do I do in my day you know, compared to what they are doing in their days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And absolutely, you, you're very correct in saying that, uh, Yvonne. And, and I, 
uh, again, we, we come across many voices who are speaking about the importance of, of, of the things that you're doing as a business, that, you know, forming the, the, the connections and the collaboration and bridging the gap. And you're, you're literally one of three people I know. And so when I saw your profile and I saw your track record and your biography, I said, this is the kind of voices we need in the country and in the continent right now. The people who are passionate about, you know, forming those links and bridging the gap because uh, we can't all be talkers. And so, um, and, and, and I thank you for zooming in on that uh, uh, just, just briefly this afternoon. Let's talk to, to uh, emerging markets or owners of, uh, I mean, uh, we've seen the tech space blow up, the digital uh, space blow up. We're seeing a peer-to-peer uh, uh, platforms uh, suddenly uh, blow up. And so there's, uh, there's an interest to learn. I think everyone wants to now figure out what next, what works, what do we have to change? And so let's talk to that, that part of the sector, the emerging uh, 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 you know, business leaders and business owners. Uh, what is your advice to them, uh, Yvonne? You know, um, so I have approached many new businesses, many yes. emerging businesses, yes. uh, because that is the scope that I, I, I hone in yes. when it comes to experts and services. You know, what I realized is, number one, that person must be teachable. They must be ready to learn. You know, no use saying, yes, I'm ready to learn. But when you send an expert to them, they are so busy. You know, yes. the, the people have to be ready to learn. Um, and the culture in South Africa is that people are hungry to learn, but there's a small percentage that are giving up their time to actually sharpen up their skills. Mm -hmm. So the idea is to, it's mindset. Are you ready for it? When you're ready for it, by all means, we have the, the program ready for you and we can help you with it. Uh, but then also coming to emerging markets, you know, uh, uh, and, and, and startup businesses, it's, it's, a, it's, a very, it's, a, it's a very tiresome journey. Mm -hmm. It's a long journey. That particular person has to be very resilient. You will pick it up with who's really interested in actually wanting to grow their business. Or are they just there for the money? Yes. You know, yes, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, because I'm passionate about making the world a better place or keeping it clean or making sure that the next generation benefits from what we do now, you would pick it up on who's just there for the buck. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I, I do identify the people that are really wanting to, to, to get things done or really developing that rural economy or that, uh, uh, that space, then I would take that time and that effort to, to speak to them beyond just that presentation mm. that I want to give them. I will make it my duty to say to them, you know, I even go to the point of helping them fill out an application form of who exactly. Sometimes they themselves don't even understand what they need in their business. Absolutely. But, you know, just sitting with them, understanding their business, I, and I try and do meetings at their, at their place of work. If you're making beads, I want to see what are you doing. Absolutely. Or if yeah. you're doing agricultural development, I, you know, you can easily speak to me over the phone and give me a full story and I get there and there's absolutely no land. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and we cannot waste the funds of the German, um, you know, the, the Germans funds bringing the, the person all the way here. Absolutely. So I hope I answered your question. Yes, Is that yes, yes. No, absolutely. That's exactly where I want to go. For, before, before I let you go, Yvonne, uh, let's quickly zoom in on uh, SES Africa. Uh, what has been one of the big success stories with, with this program? Um, well, uh, you know, uh, in KwaZulu-Natal, the maritime sector is a sector that is one of the most untapped 
yes. and explored sectors. Yes. You know, there is so much of uh, uh, potential for new industries to actually penetrate that market. And we've had a company called Itikweni Municipal, um, Itikweni Maritime Cluster. Mm -hmm. And the cluster handles the business dealings within the Durban area. They've engaged with an SES expert. And the expert was able to bring across what Germany does in their clusters. You know, Germany's maritime is, I mean, like they, they are doing extremely well. Mm -hmm. That sector is flourishing. People in, in Bremen, for instance, 40,000 people are employed in that sector. Oh, wow. If you come to KZN, if you talk about maritime, the only thing you think about is transmit. Mm. But there's a whole mm. big value chain behind that ocean economy. Yes. And uh, so the expert had come and helped that particular management on how to grow that cluster. And they, he'd come back again to go through the follow-up steps. And then this year, he was going to actually take them across to Germany to show them best practices. So that is wow. one of the, you know, the nice thing about the SES program is not a once-off thing. Mm. You know, we don't send an expert to come here, just come teach you a little bit of things. Or, you know, there's a lot of mentors in South Africa, and I'm really proud of what they do. Unfortunately, they cannot all be mentors because they, they need to get paid for it. Mm. And that's where South Africa lacks it. You know, if you bring in a senior expert, he's going to charge you. Uh, you, you, you take an expert from me, it's funded by the German government. There's a very small fee that you will host like a hosting fee that you will pay. Uh, but the value that you will transfer is, I mean, it's it's greater than valuable. You know, you can, I cannot put a price to it. It's totally, in, you know, invaluable. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so we've done many, many uh, cases. It was the maritime sector that has made a huge uh, breakthrough, the Etiquette Maritime Cluster. The other one was Durban Technology, the DUT, Durban University of Technology. Mm -hmm. They've, um, one of their departments have taken an expert for the renewable energy. So they're using current technologies. You know, the idea about technologies is you don't just bring something from Europe and Absolutely. you bang it in South Africa and you expect it to work, should not work that way. What we're saying is South Africans, you understand what the local economy needs. You understand what your rural development needs in terms of electrification. And you take your same um, technologies, bring in an expert and, a, and the gaps that are missing, that's where you plug it in. Absolutely. You know, you don't yeah. just suddenly now, today you're into renewable energy, you hardly know what's going on. Then tomorrow you bring an, a German expert and then he comes in to tell you what to do. And then on day number three, you're waiting for, for a tender to come mm. so that you can now end up with it. actually mm. doesn't work like that. doesn't work. Yeah. You know, it, it, for me, I don't, I cannot help somebody that is going to be in that kind of a business. But uh, helping universities where the professors know what so those new learners are now going to take that knowledge and transfer it into an, an application you know where they will now do a real life thing so the idea is to make sure that our students that are at university level yeah. or technical level they're able to take their knowledge and create something when they come out of that university instead of looking for jobs they're now able to align their knowledge with what
what industry needs. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's so important. Uh, and you're correct in saying that there's some, there's some things that uh, money can, can't buy or cannot buy. And the value of learning from an expert, uh, we really often cannot put a price to that. Now, uh, I can go on for hours just looking at, you, at your career achievements and your biography, Yvonne. So I'm going to pass that. But uh, for more information about uh, SES Africa, visit their website. It's www.ses.africa. Uh, Yvonne, I hear before I let you go and, and the final time I'm going to be saying that on the show this afternoon, what has been the biggest piece of advice that you've received in your career as a businesswoman? Mm, the biggest uh, piece of advice. <laughs> um, what would it be? Um, you know, I'm so self-motivated. Self uh, um, a lot of people are constantly that I work with. I think it's the dynamic behavior or the way they they would approach a situation that gives me that it lights up my fire to actually want to persevere to move forward so i, I wouldn't say it was a career advice that somebody gave me okay. when it comes to career advice i i, I usually read a lot mm. uh, from business leaders or you know people that have been there and done that but currently in my own life and in my own work you know, my fire gets lit just knowing that I'm going to be talking to someone that is just passionate about getting things done. You know, that's what drives me. That's what gets me going. That's what gets me to wake up in the morning, wanting to meet with people and individuals that are driven and want to get there. And, and you know, there are some days that we don't really have that. Okay. But, um, yeah, so if it's, if it's a career advice for or kids out there or young entrepreneurs, you know, don't wait for someone to go and start your fire. You've got to start your own fire. Ah, but also it. it's important to look for people that are go-getters, mm -hmm. people that are striving, people that are working every day consistently. You know, you can't work for three months and suddenly realize I work too hard and then things are going to fall from the sky. Just, I mean, I'm working for, the, for a whole decade and I've not even reached uh, like halfway through where I want to go. I'm still learning every day, still yeah. working, still striving, uh, still collaborating, still looking for those business partners. Ah. Yeah, it's a continuous ongoing process. And I think my takeaway for this afternoon is don't wait for somebody else to light your fire, light your own fire. I'll think, <laughs> I think I'll, I'll take that as my, as my, as my takeaway. Uh, it is Yvonne Ayer, the owner at Yin Connect. Uh, Yvonne, how can our listeners get in contact uh, with you? Uh, well, I do have a webpage, www.yenconnect.co.za, and then I'll also leave my telephone number there. So I'm available on all social media platforms, from Facebook, Instagram, um, WhatsApp. You know, you want to send me, I, I'm, a, I'm a, a WhatsApp voice note person, you know, because uh -huh. I sometimes I'm driving or something, I don't have the time to text too much. I would, you know, send you a voice note. So send me a voice note. If I can get back to you and help you by all means. Um, I would help you. Ah, there we go. Thank you so, so much. So we will share this information. Links to the website will be uh, available on our website. Uh, Yvonne Ayo, once again, thank you so much for taking time to chat to us. Thank you for inspiring our listeners. And thank you for the incredible work you're doing to move Africa as a continent forward. Alan, uh, Colin, thank you so much because it is through you guys that we're able to shine our light. So we needed the instrument. I needed that instrument and you come through for me. So for that, I am eternally grateful. Uh, thank, thank you, Colin.
Uh, thank you, thank you, Ivana. This, of course, is the show where we cut through the noise and bring you the best of South Africa. It's the show where we educate, inform, inspire, but most importantly, empower you, our listeners, to do better in life and in business. I'll see you next time, same time, same place, right, John? You feel good show. Take care for now and God bless. Seychelles, Darfur, and Cape Town on 20V.FM. Two Oceans 5 Radio. Evolution.